Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not new. What's up, guys? This is Jake Carlisle, and welcome to the Capital Gains Podcast, where we share our experiences on how to flip and invest in real estate, the stock market, and all things fitness. Join us as we dive deep into the world of self-development and get ready to make some capital gains. What is up, you guys? It is December 6th. Uh, I honestly cannot really believe it's December already. I think this is episode number 35, and we started this... I think early December, uh, September, I'm not really sure, but <clears throat> we've come a long way and had some good guests and uh, I'm looking forward to flying to Vegas this next weekend and getting uh, getting with Brody and Seth to talk about our goals for the next year and of 2022 and I think that'll be really good to get some clarity on, on where I kind of want to take the podcast, uh, my business, um, myself as a real estate agent, and uh, everything else. Um, But I just wanted to give you all some wisdom today and and more so of of stuff I've learned and and mistakes I've made and and things I see based off of history. Uh, And I think I want to talk about investing without emotion uh, because I think most people really, really get super attached to whatever vehicle they're using uh you know the vehicle they're using to to get wealthy whether it be the stock market real estate nfts is a big one right now crypto is a big one right now and i think a lot of people get you know emotionally invested in it uh mainly because it pays the bills right it's making you a lot of money and rightfully so but you know you know once you start investing with emotion and chasing markets you can get burned really really bad um, so, you know, one, one big thing on, on my end is I, I go back and study, uh, I guess the dot-com boom of 2000 and then the great, Re- great recession of 08 and the dot-com boom was, was more or less had to do with, uh, people chasing highly, uh, speculative, uh, technology stocks when back when the internet wasn't really huge yet, but was starting to grow exponentially and sort of what we're, what we're looking like. What we are looking at, um, as far as crypto goes right now, with not much regulation, and so people are starting to chase it. And uh, I know, I know some people who've made it big, and some people who've lost a bunch of money on it just because, oh, crypto only goes up. Well, you know, after this past week, you know, crypto doesn't just go up because uh, Bitcoin hit an all-time high of sixty-nine thousand and promptly went right down to forty-two thousand. as it should have, right? 69 and 420, perfect. Um, but that is just one example. And I think another example is, you know, one one example on our, on me and Chad's end you know, with flipping and, and real estate. This isn't necessarily investing, but it is flipping. Um, you know, we bought a house for 293, I think it was, and ended up putting what we wanted into it. We were within budget and ended up listing it a little lower than we wanted. We were like, oh man, it's going to sell there. Well, then a week goes by nothing. Another week goes by nothing. And then we get a month in and we're like, oh man, this ain't good. And now we're in a 12% loan 
and we had dropped the price to 378 and a half and then we get an offer of 350 and we're like gutted because our break even's like 370 so that doesn't really work um we ended up getting up to 378 and a half and so a bunch of stuff happened and we end up we ended up losing a little bit of money on that um about eight to ten grand and it wasn't great and it was mostly because we chased the hype um you know at the, at the top of the market in March, you know, maybe we could have sold it for three ninety nine because no, everybody was just throwing money around, right? Um, but on this one, you know, chase chase the hype. We thought it could sell for four twenty, listed it for three ninety nine, got caught. You know, it happens. Uh, and the, and the main reason is is it wasn't really a bad flip, right? You know, we were in a high interest loan um, that ate up a lot of our margin, and we stayed on budget, flipped it real quick. It was a it was a good flip. We just bought a little high. And we got a little excited, didn't change a few things we needed to change, and got burned. And it just it just teaches you when you get a little greedy uh, to simmer down and really figure out, you know, you can't just go buy these places and, and take a lot of risk uh, because it is an opportunity cost, right? We could have gone and spent 300000 on something a lot better, uh, you know, to to go make more money and not lose money, right? And so now, you know, after that, we have been very diligent about what we buy and what we sell. Like we're like, there's just no, there is no room for negotiation on what, what we'll pay, right? Um, I think that's one in one example on something like that. And I think another example is going to be, uh, you know, when you're investing and and you you go try to, I guess you just get a hot hand. You want to start investing and you go buy places that are really high. And you don't really think about, okay, is this going to be cash flow? Is this going to be appreciation? What's it going to be? And you just buy super high. It's not a great deal. And uh, not necessarily super upside down, but you know, you're not getting the returns that you need to be getting. And you know, um, I think that's more pertinent in the stock market because you know, you you see the red numbers and it's an it's an instant, right? It's an instant see that you're wrong. Right, and it doesn't feel good, and you can cut losses and be gone. But you know, it's not the, not the case with real estate, right? You go buy a house for two hundred, and the next year it's worth one eighty, one seventy. It's not that easy to just get rid of it, because um, thirty grand is a lot of of money to lose. Now, you know, if you have a long enough horizon, then it honestly doesn't matter if you if your cash flow is covering your mortgage. And you just wait, you'll be fine. It's gonna go up. You'll be you'll be all right. But you know, as a as a flipper, you have to you have to realize, you know, how we invest is we invest in the worst case scenario and hope for the best, right? We're hoping that you know interest rates stay low, and um, or low ish, and we're hoping that there's not a black swan event in the next year, and we're hoping that demand stays high. Uh, but in but we're buying on the fact that interest rates go up and the market doesn't stay high and we have to sell it at a 10% margin instead of a 20% margin because best case scenario we make what we need to make and well let's say say best case scenario we make what we want to make worst case scenario we make what we need to make you know what i mean and i, I think one of the good things on this is is i've been talking to a couple of people, a couple of investors um, here recently that have kind of expanded my brain because I think me and Chad have gotten so used to the, to the houses and got comfortable because they're easy, right? Like we just started a uh, 
San Antonio flip and with uh, my roommate Mason. And I honestly like I bought it and I hadn't even seen the house. And I went and looked at it today. And, uh, you know, it's bad, but it's nothing crazy. We'll fix it up, make some good money on it. And um, but, you know, I start talking to some investors that are like, yeah, let, let's go flip 30 acres. I'm like, flip 30 acres. Interesting. So, you know, take 30 acres, split it up into four pieces, put some put some water, put some power on it, put a fence on it, mow a little bit, and you can sell it for 20 grand an acre. And uh sounds genius and it's it's, you know, just takes capital, but you're just expanding your mind and and thinking there's a lot more opportunity out there than you think. Um and I think that's a little bit easier to do and less risky because you're not having to have buyers come in and inspect the house to figure out what's wrong with it. And uh, I, I think I like that because they're not making any more land, right? Land is this is scarce. Like it's always going to go up, right? You know, they can make more houses. They can make more whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I think a great example of, of chasing the market as an investment or even just, just buying houses is in 08. I think the... Uh, the banks were giving out money to the builders to build whatever they wanted. They were giving out loans to to people um, for whatever they wanted to buy whatever they wanted. One of the best movies that I've listened to or watched uh, was The Big Short, and it's a it's a great movie about the '08 recession, the big crash, and uh, the destruction of a couple a couple banks. And it was one of the the renters that was in there, and and the guy walks up and says, "Hey, um, uh, are you the homeowner?" And he's like, "Nah." And um, he asks him, "Hey, like, has your has your landlord been paying the rent?" And he's like, "Man, I don't know. I've been paying or paying paying the mortgage." And he's like, "I don't know. I've been paying my rent." And uh, you know, the renter gets distressed. It's like, is something gonna happen? Because you know, if the landlord doesn't pay his rent. Or his mortgage, you know, the the renter's gonna that's gonna lose the house, um, and so it's just it's just an example of greed. Uh, people get really greedy with their money when when it looks easy, and a bunch of people are gonna make a bunch of money here in the next few years in real estate, and it's just it is what it is, right? Like if you have the capital and you have the resources to throw at it, you're gonna make a bunch of money, but you need to be doing it correctly, right? You need to be investing on worst case scenarios and hoping for the best. Right, not investing on best case scenarios and hoping for the best, because then the worst worst case scenario happens and you are screwed. Um, so, like, it just don't chase an investment ever. I don't care what it is. I don't care what you're looking at. It is never worth it to chase an investment. The NFTs is the best example I think right now. Um, you know, at some at some point I got caught up in it. I tried to buy an NFT. I couldn't figure it out. So I was like, whatever, not buying it. Um, I could go chase a bunch of metaverse land right now, and and uh, in the sandbox, and I, you know, it's going for a lot of money. But I don't understand it. I don't know how to do it, and so I'm not gonna go chase it and lose 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 money on it. So um, you know, you gotta have your strict guidelines. Uh, don't chase your investments, and study history. Figure out what's happened in the past because it's. it's probably going to happen again, right? I think, you know, one of one of my theories is is from last year, you look at not not last year, the last century. You look at 1918, World War 1, um, or I guess 1914, 1918, World War 1, 1918 to 1920 or 21 was the Spanish flu. And then you had the roaring 20s. 
and then you had the Great Depression, right? So I don't know if that's what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen at an accelerated rate. I really don't know what's going to happen. But you know, if you look back at history, it almost seems like um, you know we're going to come out of a, a a place where COVID was was the problem, and uh, we'll have a good amount of of prosperity in the next next few years. And then something else will happen. It'll be a big black swan event. A bunch of people will lose money, and and that'll be what it'll be. And that's that's exactly why you need to invest on worst case scenarios while hoping for the best. Um, and I think that's a, a great way to to be safe and still make a bunch of money, but not lose your butt. Because you know when you're when you're small and you don't have a bunch of capital, you can't just go out there and lose a hundred thousand dollars on a flip. You just can't you you will be done right so um don't chase them uh study history and uh don't get greedy i think those are those are the biggest three three things um that's that's about all i got but just don't invest with emotion and uh don't chase it appreciate you guys Fuck what they talk about. I've been getting my cake and running wild since a little child. Yeah. Getting it every day, I'm working sun up till the sun down. Yeah. I'm getting it every day, these niggas hating, trying to see how I do this shit. Bitch, I'm not.